drink it in now. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in now. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Kool-Aid drinkers, let me fill up your glass real quick. Drink it in, man. You know what goes well with Detroit Cornbread, which is, with that delicious Honolulu Blue flavored Kool-Aid. Double-sided Cornbread. Cornbread! Cornbread! I'm fired up. My voice is kind of coming back. It'll probably crack multiple times during this episode from that last Sunday evening in Ford Field where we buried... Matt Stafford and the LA Rams, the most electric environment I've ever been in at a sporting event ever. Um, incredible win by our Lions. We talked all about it. We had a bunch of fun. But we're back here on a double dip Friday here on the Kool-Aid cast, talking about previewing the Tampa Bay Bucks coming to Ford Field, the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, one game away from the NFC Championship, which could be played at Ford Field or could be maybe played on the West Coast. But, and and I don't even know what to tell you. I don't, I don't even have to tell you what happens after that, right? That's called the Super Bowl. But we're here to take care of business, preview you for Tampa Bay. And you know the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only. He goes by one name. Chops. <laughs> chop, chop. Choppy Chop is back. You can find him on Twitter, at Chops in the D. He's here. He's ready to yell in the microphone. And probably talk about Jared Goff way too much. Chops, what's going on, buddy? DKC listeners, Friday bonus show! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Woo! Oh, baby, it feels good to record twice in a week as a winner of a playoff game and ready to host another game forward field Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at 3 p.m. Oakry, let's go. Let's do this. It's it's incredible, man. Like I'm so fired up and I mean you even talked offline about how like this is this is the greatest year of football for guys like me and you that we've ever experienced in our entire life. I mean the Michigan Wolverines are the national champions in college football. The Detroit Lions, not only... What's that? I said, hail to the victors, buddy. Of course. The Detroit Lions (laughs) won the NFC North. Then they vanquished their former quarterback in dramatic fashion at home. We set decibel records. And now me and you are here again, having fun on the Kool-Aid cast, serving up Kool-Aid for the fans, the loyal, diehard Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, with... Baker Mayfield coming to town. And and Chops, I often say we can't mess around, and we really can't because I was going through players on offense, defense, rankings. I got big things to talk about. Like I, I'm so fired up for this game, but I feel like I might have a few more concerns than you and other people do. I like a few of these players on all sides of the football for them. But I'm obviously ultra confident about how our Lions are playing as well. So this should be a fun preview and all types of topics to get into. So I say we don't mess around. We just get right into it. I mean, Okri, isn't uh, isn't all we do mess around? I mean, it's two guys talking football, loving the Lions. All we are doing is messing around, but we're having a good time while we're doing it. And we're bringing it for the people. I, I know what you're going for, but I was I was on the Rip Hamilton job. Here you go. And the people consist of the millions. <laughs> so 
so so here's where I'm at, Chops. Like I said, we could we could get into all types of side topics. We already talked about the other game. Let, let me just tell you a little bit about the Tampa Bay Bucks real quick. So when I look at this football team, I mean, I could do gimmicks and jokes all day about the quarterback and how I did plenty of pods on this show about saying his name funny, which which is morphed into all types of other things. I think I maybe have ranked him as a top one or two quarterback in fantasy multiple times back in the day. But I want to start on the defensive side of the ball, man, because because Antoine Winfield is one of the like one of my favorite players in football. This guy flies all over. He's a turnover machine, just a great player at safety. Then you start going down their list. Vita Vea, just a big human in the middle that can run. You got Levante David, who's like 50 years old, but all he does is make tackles and make plays. You got my boy, my boy, Devin White, guy I wanted in the draft. I thought it would be a good idea to pair him with Jared Davis. Half of that was a mistake, and that the half that was a mistake was not Devin White, who's an absolute ball player. I know he has a few things against him, but he runs, hits, tackles, and makes plays. How about my boy Kalijah Cancy on defense? Um, yeah, they got Tryon Shreinka, they got Dean at corner, I'm going through my boy Logan Hall up front, they got this kid Diaby, number zero, that can do some things, Shaq Barrett's still out there rushing the passer, like, I'm just naming off people, and people are like, oh, Curry, why are you talking about Tampa, I thought this was a Lions pod, it is, <laughs> I feel like we have to deal with those players on defense, I'm, I just named guys on the D-line, linebacker, corner, and safety, that can all play ball. So I feel like we kind of have our work cut out for us, but those guys have to deal with Amon Ra, as well as Demo. And then you got the multi-dimensional, positionless, elite weapon. And, and, and do I even have to get into Sammy Biscuits? And, and they also have a quarterback, which I'm sure you'll talk about. I mean, I think this is going to be fun to watch. Our offense versus their defense. That's the number one matchup I got on my mind right now. Okay, the only thing that was going through my mind as you were listing off all these bumpskis from Tampa Bay was <laughs> mm, Decker's going to push him around. Oh, Ragnasty's going to make him look dumb. Oh, Penny is going to beat that boy down. Like, you, you Jared were just Goff thinking fail and the music hashtag... The no, no. Dude, listen. Jared Goff and the hashtag Goff train and this offense in 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 uh riding the train are just gonna bowl over the defense of the tampa bay buccaneers yes i know they've got players i'm not taking anything away from them but that's right they're gonna put them down to their knees they can't handle us and they They ain't tough enough right (laughs) exactly i tried to drop it behind you but i'll give it to you fool they can't handle me they ain't tough enough yet we understand, yeah, yeah. Beetlejuice. We understand. Yeah, I understand. I got it in my head, dude. Exactly. Yeah, so now that we got Beetlejuice in the mix here, we got a three-way call going. Um, Yeah, <laughs> listen. listen. Yeah, yeah. They ain't tough enough. Let's, again, I'm not poo-pooing on the Tampa Bay defense. They've had some good stats this year. They've been solid. Um, They've held opponents to, you know, significantly less points than us this year. But they haven't faced an offense like the Detroit Lions. Going into the playoffs, Okri, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat one playoff team. One. And it was Green Bay. Okay? One. They have not played an elite offense like we have. They have not played a great quarterback like we have. Woo-wee! They have not played <laughs> Amon Ra or Jameer Gibbs or D Money. <laughs> We are an offensive machine that the Tampa Bay Bucks have not seen yet, and we're going to steamroll them. Ben Johnson, I love you. Ben Johnson, you are my hero. Chops, all, all good stuff there. I mean, uh, again, let's add another gimmick to your repertoire. You've started to use kudos way too much, which is just a ridiculous word that I would never use in normal speak or in public. Let's add poo-poo to your list because anybody that says that in a sentence, I, I, I lose a little respect for him, I must say. that That's a horrible phrase to use at any level. It's just... It's just no, not it's good. good. I'll, I'll let that in the first place. So <laughs> I'll let that slide on, on multiple levels because you got the gimmicks in and you brought a take, even though I interrupted you multiple times because I wanted to do drops. Like I, 
I just name off the ball players and the talents and it gets me excited. But then, like you said, you look at these rankings, you look what we're doing against people. And it's like, I mean, it, it, it could be a laugher. It really could. <laughs> or, or it could be a real tough football game. Like, let, let me move to the offensive side of the ball for Tampa since we named off all the Lions ball players. And, and you hit on the offensive line, which was tremendous because that's where we start here in Detroit. But you move over to Tampa's offense, you're looking at Mike Evans. What's he got? 8,000-yard seasons in a row? Yeah, he'll drop some passes. Yeah, he gets hurt every other play. But he also makes plays and scores touchdowns every time I turn on his tape as well. You got my boy Chris Godwin. You've got your boy White back there running and catching out of the backfield. You got my boy Kate Otten, who I wanted to be a Detroit Lion before we got Sammy Biscuits. And... I will definitely live with that trade-off. We got the guy I mentioned before. It goes something like this. <clears throat> I wonder if I can do this with my voice. Bacon Mayfield. Um, going all the way back to the day with that. They got this kid Palmer who's got speed. They got David Moore who I liked in the draft and just fell out of favor, did nothing in Seattle, and now he's scoring 50-yard touchdowns at will. They got the kid out of Central Mission, Gadecki, on the offensive line. They got Tristan Wurst, who's an absolute beast. And they got Cody Mock from North Dakota State as well up front. So, again, about 10 names, wide receivers, running backs, a quarterback that's playing decent ball, offensive linemen that are okay. So, tell me about some of the defenders for the Detroit Lions and do them in gimmicks as best you can of guys that are just going to shut all those guys down. Let me tell you something, Okri. Uh, you know what? Hang on a second. Let me, let me, wait. <clears throat> well, let me tell you something, brother. Okay. Did you brother. see how much we battled and, and battered Matt Stafford last week? Do you think that Baker Mayfield is going to be able to handle the pressure? I mean, Stafford was, you know, cut on his hand. They were like, oh, he played with broken ribs. Oh, he couldn't hear anything. But you think your Chops. boy Baker Mayfield is going to be able to deal with 133 decibels of Ford Field madness the entire time from snap one to snap four that they have the ball every offensive possession? He's going to be like, look, holding his helmet. I can just see his little freaky, shaky little eyes. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I can't hear anything. Look at this guy. He's going to get me. Oh, my God. That touch. Oh, oh that's convincing. And he's going to be <laughs> scrambling and rumbling around. And he's going to get freaking smoked. Okay, they're going to bring all kinds of things. Did you hear that James Houston is coming back? Okay, we got him on one side. We got Hutch on the other. We got your boy, Aleem, a.k.a. That's his nickname because he's got so many. We got Kaminsky. We got Campbell. We got Anzalone. I mean, then again, that's just the front. Okay, this defense is going to make Baker Mayfield make bad decisions. Period. Point blank. Bad decisions. And when he makes those bad decisions, okay, you know who's going to be ready to go? My boy, CJ, that's my GJ. Your boy and my boy, the best first name in all of football, Brian Branch. And then, oh, by the way, well, how about we call him a little bit of Dirty Kirby since everybody seems to think this guy's so dirty, even though he's not. But that dude's going to bullhawk as well. So, again, they're going to pressure Baker Mayfield. They're going to beat through that line that you just listed off. Oh, ho, hum, this guy's from North Dakota State, blah, blah. I don't care. You can't stop Hutch. And when you make Baker Mayfield make this make bad decisions, which he will do, our secondary is going to ball hawk all day long. Unleash Hutch. Unleash Hutch. I'm ready to unleash Hutch. I'm like, that's Baker Mayfield right there. Baker. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to let you know. He sucks, okay? Yeah, there you go. Mark it down. <laughs> There's a few That's classics a for everybody. Hutch against right Baker Mayfield. And and I was trying to interrupt you there, but you just went on an incredible rant. And, and the only reason I was trying to interrupt you in the first five seconds of that rant is, Chops, we, we got a little extra time in this first segment. You, you seem a little fired up. Do we want to take, like, I don't know, two, three, four, maybe five minutes and just talk about Matt Stafford for a minute and how we beat the hell out of him and the things he had to say and the things he said since and the things that came out on video. Do we want to do that for a rant for the people or do we want to just leave that to the Twitterverse and, and leave it behind? What, what do you think? You know, I'm a little torn on this because, you know, personally, I'd love to air my grievances. You know, I have not cared for that person or his, <laughs> uh, you know, blondie wife and her mouth. 
for you know most of the time they were in Detroit. <laughs> but I feel like I don't even want to validate them by talking about them any further. We beat them. We beat them physically. We beat them mentally. We booed him. No one booed your kids, Kelly. No one booed your freaking kids. Okay, like don't give me that bula bula. We. <laughs> destroyed you on the field and <laughs> off the field go back to la cry to somebody who cares talk about how kirby joseph is dirty and blah 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 or maybe don't throw passes that leave your receivers to be in that position okay i said i didn't want to talk about him because i don't want to validate it and i'm freaking fired up and talk about it again come on okay i thought i could bait you into that and this is all i want to say again you guys can find me on twitter at Derek okri that's spelled d-e-r-e-k O-K-R-I-E. And, and what I had to say is, like, I'm a guy that owns multiple Stafford jerseys, way too many Stafford jerseys. A good handful of those have now been re, you know, redone into JMO number nine, which I'm happy to say. But, like, I, I, I put it nice and frankly in a couple tweets. I, I like the guy when he's here as our quarterback. I like watching him throw the football. He did a lot of things in the community. But, like, I'm losing more and more respect for this guy, like you said, based on his wife's actions. But Matt Stafford thought he was going to say a whole bunch of things in the media, laugh it up. Oh, I'm the enemy. I know what's coming. I'll see what happens. The minute he got booed by the Detroit fans, he tried to be Tommy Tough Guy again. Oh, bring it on. Bring that bleep on. Then he tried to ball out. Then when he came up short, like he did so many times in the Honolulu Blue, unfortunately. And like you say, he's got tape on his fingers tape on his elbow, holding his shoulder. Oh, I hit my head on the turf. This It's the same story, man. This guy looks like a he's coming out of a, the ER after every game, but he came up short, and then you're going to come up and have the audacity to come at Kerbo? Why? Because he made a play, and your guy didn't catch it, so you couldn't kick a late-minute field goal and then go pompous, you know, oh, I love the city, what a great experience. Instead, you lost, and you were a reason why, and you, you had to give no love to the city. You say you're only happy for the players. You, you It's just so funny how everything turned, and like you said, when I saw that thing with Kerbo, I just lost respect. And I was like, man, like, is this what Stafford was doing as our quarterback? Because some people would be like, oh, look at him, he's so tough. He's getting after people. He's he's swearing. He's doing this. It's like, I just thought it was cheap. A quarterback never takes a hit in his life or never gives a hit. Yet he's telling our guy, he's, he's dirty, did this. I see this on tape. Uh, yeah, do you all see Kerbo picking off Hall of Famers left and right? You see him doing that? You see him flying up the field and making tackles all over the... Because I see that too. Okay, he had two hits that injured people. Tough. There's a lot of other players that injure people too. And I don't hear a lot of other quarterbacks crying or coming after people like they're going to do something about it. I'm pretty sure I got Kerbo versus Stafford if we're really going to throw down. So, I mean, like you say, we could go on it for days, but like I say, I know there's so many, I'm getting hit up chops by so many people that are Matt Stafford lovers, apologists, and and like I clicked on a lot of their profiles and they all have like six followers, (laughs) 12 followers. They're not even, don't even have any Rams. I don't even know why they support this guy, but they're coming at me like, how dare you say something? Oh, the Detroit fans are so embarrassing, classless. It's like... Why? Because we booed the opposing quarterback in a playoff game? Why? Because he shot his mouth off and we're supposed to just sit here and take it? Oh, they're going to call out our city and our players and we're just going to sit back and agree with it? Uh-uh. Not going to happen. So that that was about five minutes between me and you, Choppy. I, I feel better now. How about you? Yeah, I want to put a bow on this topic, right? <laughs> I think I texted this. I, I think I texted this to you. Then we'll move on. Matt Stafford thought he was coming in here and he was going to he was going to knock around his old team. That's what he thought. He thought he was going to oh, come yeah. in here. He thought Definitely. he was going to smack us around and we were these he was going to treat us like the SOL. But what he didn't know is that we are the brand new Lions and the only reason we got our asses smacked around him was because of him. So, it's over. It's done. Now you're getting your butt smacked around by us because we're better than you and we're tougher than you and you can't handle it. So now he's all butt hurt. There, here's a little, there's some more of your poo-poo talk. He's butt hurt because he thought that he was going to beat us and it got out of hand. And he didn't realize we did now what he could never do for us then, okay? But that was then and this is now. It's a new team. It's Jared Goff's team. It's Dan freaking Campbell, the alpha male, as you like to call him's team. This is Brad, always open for business's home team. And this is Sheila the ham. It's her team, not yours, Matt. You're gone. Goodbye. Go back to L.A. Cry a little more. Take your blondie and your kids with you. Nothing against the kids. I love kids. But still, (laughs) 
It's ridiculous. And let's wrap it up and move on because I don't want to hear about it. Let's, we are moving on from Maddie Stafford, his family, and the big L that he took in the D. Because we showed up. The crowd Shot. showed up. Our city showed up. Our team showed up. Chops, let's get back to Tampa Bay. So I gave you the offense. I gave you the defense. There are ball players that I'm concerned about. But we're here to hype up the Lions, man. And, and I feel like we are riding high with confidence. This is in our house. This is probably the best matchup we could have asked for. Like, if you were just like, hey, Oakry, who would you want to play in the division round if everything went perfect? I'd be like, give me Tampa Bay. <laughs> you know, because like you said, you hit on it. Like, Baker Mayfield is a guy that he's hot right now. He's making some plays. But he's the type of guy that with that crazy crowd, I guarantee there's going to be some false starts. There's going to be some timeouts. There's going to be some some happy feet. There's going to be some bad throws to the other team. Like That's the kind of player he is where he's going to get knocked around as well by Hutch and and a.k.a. everything up front. Like It's, it's going to be a long day for this, this player, and, and I'm... I think that's the best quarterback matchup because I still have a lot of respect for the calmness, the ability Jalen Hurts plays with and some of these other quarterbacks. But the erratic play and the oh, the toughness and the uh, grit and the, uh, you know, uh, always a tough ball player that, that Baker Mayfield lives on, uh, that's not going to fly when chaos is right in his face all day from the crowd to our front line to our, our ball hawks on defense. So as much as I love some of their talents, I love this matchup for so many reasons, and so does Vegas with like a touchdown favorite for the Lions. We'll get through some rankings later that that favor the Lions. Like, I'm feeling real good heading into this commercial break with our great sponsors. I'm feeling real good playing Tampa Bay for the chance to play for the NFC Championship. And I'm feeling real good about Detroit, Ford Field, and everybody showing up big again trying to get another Dubsky. Did you see that somebody had the audacity to rank <laughs> Baker Mayfield in the top five list of quarterbacks left in the playoffs and leave Jared Goff off of that list? Did you happen to see that nonsense on the Twitterverse or on ESPN or some other show? Did you see that, Oakley? Cornbread! That, that, that's, that's disrespectful. That was a disgraceful performance in my that's disgraceful. I mean, how, how could you do that? And when you said top five, I'm like, isn't there only like, you know, there's only eight left. So you almost, you almost gotta be in the top five of, of guys left. But yeah, I mean, if, if, if he's anywhere above Jared Goff, that's just, that's Detroit disrespect and just somebody not knowing what they're talking about. Kind of like the Tampa reporter that asked their coach, how are you going to deal with the elements in Detroit? <laughs> and he was like, you, you know, they play on a dome, right? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Classic yeah, exchange was, between a, oh. one bumski and a nerd uh, that's a head coach uh, in Todd Bowles. So I uh, I found that hilarious. I find some of the things on their football team hilarious. I think the score has a chance to maybe be hilarious. But we got to give everybody their kudos, their respect, their uh, whatever. And uh, that's what I'm trying to do today. When really I'm feeling that Detroit Kool-Aid cornbread, I'm ready for this football game. Couldn't agree more, Okri. Um, you know, I, I think it's, you know, I a couple of things here about talking about Tampa's defense, right? So, um, you know, a lot of people are, are touting their defense, but do you realize that our defense actually was better in total yards per game against in passing and rushing? Did you realize that? Okay. I don't know if you did. Maybe some people didn't, but it was. Okay. Yes. You know, there are other wow. defensive rankings where they're higher than us. But there's somewhere we're better than them. And also, Okri, did you realize that our defense has not allowed 70 rushing yards from a running back all season? Okay? Wow. That is wow. insane. Wow. Wow. Yes, Frank Ribble. Totally insane. I know people are like, they, you know, at one point in time, they were freaking about, about the lack of a pass rush that we have. And yeah, it needed a little bit of work. But do you realize how ridiculous it is to go an entire season 18 games now and and not give up a 70 or a rusher of over 70 yards it's crazy to me so you know we've got some we got some studs on defense too okri and i think it's going to be a good matchup now if before we hit the commercial break i will tell you since you, you know you wanted to come out and say you have some concerns here and there the one thing that 
we need to pay attention to and the Detroit Lions need to be aware of is that the Tampa Bay Bucks were plus eight in turnovers, okay? So if during the regular season, they they got at it, okay? They, they were able to get the ball in some turnovers. That's a key point for our Lions. We were a net zero, uh, had the same amount of turnovers as we created, so we need to be aware of that. That's something that Dan freaking Campbell, Ben Genius, and Aaron Glenn are going to be aware of, and they're going to have our boys ready to play. So, you know, that's the only kudos you're going to hear from me given to Tampa Bay is their, pl- their plus eight turnover ratio in the regular season. Other than that, uh-uh, all Lions all day. It sounds to me like you gave a little bit of kudos, but you did a lot of poo-pooing here in this first segment, which uh, makes me laugh on multiple levels. So, Chops, let's get our wonderful sponsors in here. They keep the show going. All you people that check out the show and go to Reality Sports Online or go to Spotify or, gosh, all our other uh, great sponsors that we have. Um, really helps us out as well as you um, amazing DKC select members that donate to the show, get that bonus content, uh, you know, people that call up the Kool-Aid hotline. We appreciate all that, especially the Twitter love and the funny gimmicks that we do on there to keep you guys going and have some fun. So everybody's drinking that Detroit Kool-Aid chops. Let's get our great sponsors in. We come back, man. I know you just like un, un, uh, you know, did your clip of stats, but I've got some things in my back pocket. I also want to talk about how this game is probably going to go down when they actually kick it off at 3 o'clock on Sunday and so much more. So everybody, we'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, It's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. Kool-Aid drinkers back from the break. I already said before, thank you so much. I always say that after we come back from the break, before we get back into it again. Big shout outs to Young Santa, Tuna, C-Mill, Cornbread Jerry, Bo DeFrisco. I mean, goodness, how, how many more people I got to name just off the top of my head? Shout out to Lexi Go Blue, Mike in the NYC, I mean, Keith in Puerto Rico. I don't give Keith enough love. He's down in Puerto Rico. He's always on Twitter machine shouting us out, pumping up the Lions. Love all that. Frank Ribble, we got his drop in as we have on multiple shows. Shout out to Paul Jackson in Tampa. He's probably getting ready for the new XFL, USFL, US whatever season. He loves that for whatever reason. Tommy Lyon is out there doing his thing. So, Choppy, we we could shout out the Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers all day, every day. But uh, we got playoff football to talk about. So, one big thing I had off the top of my head is like, 
Tampa Bay, like most NFL teams, they like to tell you how they're going to stop the run. They got to stop the run first. You hear you hear everyone say that. They've done a pretty good job of that in previous years or in general. They have some big bodies that can do that. We have guys like Demo and Gibbs Gone Wild that can do some things. So I'm not too worried about it. I know in the first matchup, that's, that's the other thing I want to bring up. We already beat this team. We went to their house and we beat them without some of our main pieces with injuries. So I don't know where this Bula Bula is coming from. Oh, it's uh, it's very hard to beat someone twice. It is because like normally if I'm playing you in hoops and I whooped you the first time in one-on-one, I don't know why I think you're going to come back and just take it to me. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to do similar things I did in the first matchup. I'm going to beat you again, probably 21-10, um, you know, uh, just like the Lions are hoping to do in this ball game. So the the long and short of it is like I think they're going to run the football better. Again, six and a half, seven point spread in Vegas over under at 48 and a hook right now. It feels like Lions are favored. You know, they got one of those classic 27, 21 type ball games is kind of what they're looking at. I, I feel like if we can run the ball a little better, be offensive line minded, and still wing it around the yard. Don't forget that J-Mo had a big deep catch in that first matchup. Like, feeling still good about our Lions, this matchup, and, and the type of mojo and moxie that we got heading into this football game. Okay, do you realize that this uh, daunting Tampa Bay offense that everyone seems to be afraid of, you know, they put up, against, they put up six points against us at home when we came right. and played them, okay? Six. Woo-wee, six. Yeah, yeah, boy. Baker Mayfield went off for 200 yards in a pick. <laughs> and my boy, JG16, hashtag golf train, went off for 353 yards and two tugs. Okay, You don't get to like... join the f- golf train. You're off, bro. You're off. <laughs> I, uh, I that's have... exactly right. That's exactly right. Did you see the press conference where Dan Campbell used that line? I loved it. You don't get to join the Lions train, and uh, he kept the expletive offs because he's a professional. So, so, so basically, yeah. basically, you're saying he listens to the pod shops. I, just say it. Isn't that your thing? <laughs> that is that is my thing. I use that much more on Twitter than I do here on the pod. But just saying, you know what I mean. Um, but but you came at me like, man, Dan Campbell has the pod on, on his iPhone. Dan Campbell's waking up with his coffee, listening to the DKC, and, and I can't argue with that. The only argument I have before you continue your rant and whatever other stats you have in your back pocket is if you're going to type out the choppy gimmicks, especially. The golf train that we play all the time on this show, you you have to get all of the syntax and all of the way that it goes down correctly. So let me just remind you how it goes next time you try to type it out for the people. And when JPP1077, JP1077 that is, gives us a hashtag golf train lions train graphic to go along. It goes like this. You don't get to join the f- golf train. You're off, bro. You're off. You're off, bro. You're off. <laughs> That's the funniest part is the ending and the beeping and the uh, you yelling and the, the whole thing. But that, that's my only thing. If you're going to do gimmicks on Twitter, you got to nail them. You, you got to get them exactly correct. Uh, you know, you have a limited amount of characters to get uh, to get the gimmicks in there. So but yes, uh, JP 1077, um, you know, appreciate the love. Uh, the uh, the lion's train that you put out there was amazing. Um, appreciated the tag too and all the followers that came along with it so uh, you know obviously just such a good dude always representing the show represent you represent me represent the lives it's uh, just good stuff so but yeah uh, so again let's, give get me back, let's get back at it man I, I am drinking the Kool-Aid so <laughs> I agree with you like this whole oh you know they're tough to beat twice look we beat him once, and we had a lot of injuries that game. Our leading rusher was Craig Reynolds, okay? Um, so I am not concerned about this. I'm on Ross St. Brown, ARSB. Uh, you know, I'm sure we can get the other stash in the ATL drop here in a minute. This dude's going to go off for over 100 yards and at least one touchdown. 
Okay. D money is going to go bananas. And your boy Jameer Gibbs is going to go nuts too. Like this is going to be, we are again, we're an offensive juggernaut. And don't forget Sam Laporta and all of his Laporta supporters. He's got another week of being healthy. He was able to play, but now he's feeling even better. So this offense is going to click and go off. All right. Um, you know, you, you kind of started getting into, you know, what, where we're at, what's Vegas saying, you know, over under set at 48, way too low hashtag chops lock of the week. <laughs> Take the over. Okay. You know, it started out as the four point favorite. Now it's moving to almost a tug. All right. Vegas don't lie. There's a reason why this is moving. Okay. We're 65% on the matchup predictor to win this game. I think that's even a little low. So I don't want to hear any more Tampa Bay love. I don't want to hear about any things we got to be looking forward to. All I need to hear about is why our team is better. And we're going to come into, you're going to come into our house. We're going to kick your ass. So what you're saying to summarize is no kudos for Tampa Bay. None. You, all you get to do is poo poo on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> because all of what they're saying down in Tampa is Bula Bula. Am I right? That's exactly right. Here's one thing. Again, I got to circle back to your take. I want to remind everybody to go check out Notorious DET and all his great shirts. There is now a Laporta Supporta's t-shirt as well as Dan Campbell, Stone Cold. I mean, he's got any kind of Brad Holmes merch that you want. You got to go check him out. Chops, you also mentioned our wide receiver, who I keep like wondering, like, how does he keep stacking catches, yards, touchdowns, game-winning plays? And you guys know who that is, right? Right, Stash? I'm a This guy, every single week, is just an absolute rock. He's not going anywhere. He's going to get paid this offseason. He's going to be here for eight to ten years and all he does is catch footballs score touchdowns dye his hair dance in the end zone loves his teammates absolutely love this player on so many levels so uh kool-aid and cornbread everywhere i don't know the kool-aid cornbread whatever you want to call sure, it yeah. man. exactly um chaps let me get back in here man because i i brought it up last game heading into the last game after the last game and i said the determining factor is the Ford Field crowd. And that was not that was never more evident than when we walked in the doors of that stadium. People were focused, they were ramped up. The minute the Detroit Lions got introduced the offense, the crowd just kept going up by decibels with every player. I mean, J-Mo got so much love. Ya boy. JG16, I've never heard it so deafening in that place before the chant started going. How'd that chant go again, Chops? Jared Goff. Jared <laughs> Goff. Something like that, I, but a lot I, louder. I, I, I was shocked that someone other than you started that, but you and me definitely joined in. That was incredible to get whoever got that going and, and so many multiple times throughout the game. But that crowd made all the difference, man. I just remember like not being able to hear myself think the place shaking, like just people pointing and yelling. And you 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 had your voice going the whole game, man, no matter what down it was, anytime the opponents had the football. And that's gonna be exactly what this football game is gonna be. Four quarters of absolute hell for the opponent. Yelling, craziness, whooping it up. And then when our team gets the football, we quiet down. We let them do their thing, which is bing, bam, boom, down the football field and score touchdowns. I mean, am I right or am I right, Dan Miller? Touchdown, 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 Detroit Lions. That'll probably be the first quarter right there um, in, in recap. But uh, I'm, I'm feeling great about the crowd. I'm feeling good about our offense. I feel like our defense has enough swag with CJ, GJ back there making plays. And, and everybody, if you even think about asking CJ, GJ, if we're a threat in the playoffs, I, I would warn you not to do so based on this. Do you guys feel like you're a threat in the playoffs? That's the dumbest question. You know we're a threat. <laughs> 
Come on, man. <laughs> that's the <laughs> dumbest question. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's going to maybe be three different drops uh, when I'm all said and done with it. But uh, we have our swagger back between him, Kerbo, all our rushers, people uh, doing things on defense. So I'm absolutely loving it. So, Chops, what what else you got, like, for this ball game? I mean, can your boy sling it around the yard? He's got a few spirals in him. Is he going to be able to dot up this defense, or are we going to just run it? throw it enough and, and score enough TDs to just cruise to this game. What do you think? Before I get into that, Okri, listen, I, you know, I want to add on to your Ford field point. Like we need, you know, Ford field's got to bring it again. Like don't let, let, don't let game two be any less than what game one was. Okay. Well, you got to bring it. We got to get it to the crowd. I expect every person in a Tampa Bay Jersey to get booed in the concourse on the field, in the streets, anywhere <laughs> boo this man if you see a tampa jersey inside a Ford field and you need to chant jared goff again and again and again okay let's keep this rolling he's good enough for detroit all right and we love our man and speaking of our man the hashtag golf train is rolling people okay it is ready to go this guy is a stud in winter months he's ready to go i expect for him to go for over 350 yards in three tugs this week <laughs> in Ford Field against Tampa Bay. Okay, oh, we scored 113 baby. more points than the Bucks did this season. 113. Woo! Seven points per game more than on average. Let's Woo! keep it rolling. Brother. Keep the drops. Let me give you a real one. Oh man, incredible stuff by you, Ch- Chops. I think your boy is playing so well. I mean, I mean, the, this guy—he's—he's he, he's becoming a legend here in Detroit. We might even have to give this drop to JG Sixteen the way he's playing and the confidence and swagger he has. This happens to be just stealing, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. <laughs> that might be reserved for JG16 Jared Goff now, the classic Ric Flair uh, promo. But, uh, yeah, man, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping he, he threw it around nice in the first matchup. I think we'll be able to run it better. I mean, D-Mo, Gibby Gib doing his thing. Like, I feel like we have a great run and pass mix right now. There's no reason we can't do anything we want on offense. And, and Chad, you know I don't do this much, man, but I, I pulled up the old PFF. You know, I still do work for them on the side. I, I respect what they do. They, um, you know, have a lot of people working real hard to put out their grades, their metrics, all that stuff. I'm not a big analytics guy, but, um, you know, do some video work and whatnot with them. But I pulled up the old PFF, man, and, and, and get some of these rankings. Tampa Bay, just their team ranks in general, 24th overall in the National Football League. Offense with all those ball players I told you about, young players, guys that have been doing it for a while at a high level, 21st in offense. Hold on, I'm not done. 24th in defense with all those ballers I told you about. 24th. That last time I checked, that's sort of the bottom, you know, bottom third, uh, bottom 20% of the league. And then in special teams, that's that's the thing that everybody else makes a big deal about and that I always say I don't care about. Dan Campbell acts like it's the best, most incredible thing ever. They're 28th in special teams. You want to hear what the Detroit Lions are, John? Fifth overall. Second on offense. 18th on defense. And 12th in special teams when it comes to PFF grades and metrics. We are smashing them in every one of those categories. We have more moxie than them. We have more swagger. It's in our house. We have more ball players. We have more ball hawks. Even though you said they, they have more turnovers. Like, I feel we need to impose our will both on the field with our home crowd and get this done, man. So I, I'm fired up about it. I think everybody there is just going to be incredible. The city is just so ready for the Packers come here. Or San, us to go to San Fran, but you got to take care of business first. It's the National Football League. Anything can happen on any given Sunday, but let's protect the football, take care of business, and play brand 
New Lions ball and get this done. Okay, the one thing that you will not find on PFF that I think is a huge, huge advantage for the Lions is coaching. Okay, you got Dan freaking Campbell versus Todd Balls. Okay, like <laughs> Dan freaking Campbell, the alpha male, the leader of men, the the I will run through a brick wall for this man leading this team against Todd Balls. Okay, <laughs> like... <laughs> This cannot be understated, all right? This team will do whatever Dan Campbell tells them to do. I love that he stayed aggressive. He kept the same mentality from the regular season leading into the playoffs, and he's going to continue to do it again this week. I don't expect a whole lot of fourth downs that we're going to need to go for because I think we're just going to roll this team on offense, but he's going to continue to stay aggressive. He's going to put the kicker in his back pocket, and he's going to run the ball. He's going to throw the ball. He's going to go for it. Okay. Yeah. You know what? It's fourth and one on the three yard line. We're going for it. Okay. Like he's going to shove the ball down your throat. He's going to make you stop us. Okay. Tell me one thing that Todd balls does really well that imposes will that makes you scared of that man. Um, you know, he's no Ben genius. Okay. He's no leader of men in Aaron Glenn. Like He's sure as hell not MCDC Metallica ride the lightning Dan freaking Campbell. So what about Todd Bowles scares you? Anything? You think Todd Bowles would say something like this? We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing. All right. That's going to be the mentality. That's the mentality. Todd Bowles here in Detroit. We're trying to be the last one standing. We're three football games away from doing that. Todd Bowles is the guy that I want as my neighbor, maybe in my church small group. <laughs> you know, maybe a guy that's the Boy Scout leader for your kids. Uh, you know, any of those would be applicable, but I don't want him as my alpha head coach. I, I Okay, he can draw up things on the grease board. Congratulations. Oh, I'm sure he's very respected in the National Football League, what he's done. But I've also seen him get fired at multiple places. I see him at the podium. He's scared. He puts no fear in me whatsoever. Dan Campbell's on one right now. He's feeling himself. He's confident. He's he's fired up on cappuccinos and double latte espressos. And he's ready to come in here and have his team bully some people. And uh, I, like I said, I throw the rankings out, throw out all the players I named earlier. We're ready to push around Tampa Bay, do what we want to do, create a few turnovers, win that battle, you win football games. And, and at the end of the day, regardless, it's time for our prediction segment. But I would like the Detroit Lions to score one more point to Tampa Bay. That's all they need to do. But they're going to score way more than one point, Choppy, because I'm going to go ahead and give this one... 31 for the Lions. Give Baker Mayfield. Give him him 20. Give me 31-20. I'm taking it 11. I even wanted to be a little more disrespectful and give him like 14, 17. I could have even got crazy with the Lions score because they're indoors and your boy is probably going to throw it all around. We're going to run it whenever we want to. But give me a comfortable 31-20 win. People going crazy, ready for whatever happens in the the other game, ready for anyone that wants to face the Lions for the NFC Championship the following week. Let's go. Drink it in. Double side of cornbread. That's what I'm talking about. Drink it in, man. Cornbread. Cornbread. When we're talking about predictions, Okri, the only thing that pops up in my head as I'm sitting here thinking about this is the clip from Rocky Three, where they ask Clubber Lang, what is your prediction? And he looks straight into the camera. He rips the mic from the guy and he goes, pain. That is the prediction for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield. We are going to smash mouth Baker Mayfield all day long. And this offense which, by the way, forced 15 missed tackles in a game against the Rams, is going to do the exact same thing against this vaunted, quote-unquote, Tampa Bay defense. We are going to win this game 45-21. to 21. 
okay? Absolute <laughs> blowout. Our game was the only game that was close last weekend, and our game is not going to follow that track this week in Ford Field. We are going to blow out the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, okay? I'm trying to think of some derogatory to call them the Buccaneers, uh, you know, the swashbucklers or something like that, but everything else that I can think of is not appropriate for this uh, family-rated show, okay? We are going to take the TB Bucks, and they're going to walk their butts back to Tampa uh, with their heads down. Baker Mayfield might have to go home in a stretcher or the back of an ambulance because we're going to beat his ass down, okay? 45 to 21, okay? Woo-wee! And when we're going to do that, it will be the first time that our Lions have won two, count them, two playoff games in a season since the year we won the championship in 1957. Okay, it is going to happen, people. And when we win this game, we will know what our fate will be because the t- the matchup that we need ahead of time is being played on Saturday. So we will know when we beat down the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, whether we're hosting another one, give me another one, give me another one in Ford Field, or if we're going to go out to San Francisco and we're going to end the season back over there uh, before the Super Bowl, beating down the 49ers, just like we did to start the season when we went over there and we beat up the former Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, in game one, okay? Game 19 in San Francisco, I don't care. Game 19 here in Four Field, give me that against Green Bay. It doesn't matter because we're going to the Super Bowl, we're going to Vegas, and it starts again right here this Sunday, 3 p.m. against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Chops, you said it. We're fired up. The summary of what you just said is we're beating the Tampa Bay sucks. We're taking care of business. There is parties in Detroit again on Sunday. And then we don't care. We can head out to the West Coast and take on San Francisco. The Cheddarheads from Green Bay can come to the D if they want some. But like you said, a big time matchup that following week with the chance to go to the big dance. That's right. The Lions shocking the world and going to the Super Bowl in Vegas. Chops, give the people what they want one more time with one of your classic drops. Woo! Hashtag Jobby Likey. Everybody, that's what we got. Enjoy this ball game. Get hype. Got to play good ball. Going to get this dub. And we'll talk about it all next week with another double dip of that Kool-Aid cast right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. I'm like, that's Baker Mayfield right there. Baker. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to let you know. He sucks. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Mark it down. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. He sucks. Give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold sets up. Pack the bag, start the plane, this game is over. It is over. What a comeback by the Lions. Drink it in, man.